What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Tipped Out Podcast with your hosts, Danny Christie from Danny Christie Golf, myself, Brandon Palmer from Balanced Performance Golf, and our trusty sports betting analysts. We have Zach Barrett and Ryan Clark. What's going on, guys? It's been a while since we've talked or had you on the pod. How's it going? What's up, Palmer? How are you, man? We're doing well, man. We're just going to roll through here, talk about Southern Hills, and just Shoot the shit with the boys. How's uh, how's Mr. Clark doing? I'm pretty good. Just doing pretty good. Getting through the old uh, start of season, getting into tournament season now with the course. So busy time Let's of year. Go. Let's go. How are you, Danny? How was your day today? It was great, Brandon. Um, I have got all my money on whatever Clarky picks. I think uh, it's a definite hit on Clarky this week. Wow. Well. I'm gonna bet with Zach because his bets are hitting. So we're gonna we're gonna roll with what he's doing. I picked the Masters winner on Tuesday morning. So oh god, before the Masters that is. All right, well let's get right into it, Ryan. Who do you? That was a hard pick, by the way. Real tough. (laughs) That guy was so cold before he won (laughs) on Tuesday. Who's Ryan's pick? Who's your first pick here going into Southern Hills? My main on- pick that I'm going to ride with the entire week is Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry. Mm. Just think he's going to fit right in the conditions. <laughs> it's going to be a little windy this weekend. Mm-hmm. The old uh, Irishman's going to get it done, get his second major, and then he's going to go win St. Andrews as well. I take back what I said. I'm not Ryan. Shane Lowry will compete this weekend and will win this tournament. You could have played played it safe and like just picked a favorite, and then taking him as your long shot. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's his first pick. That is his. I, mean, I do have more, but that is the person I have the most money on to win the tournament. So that's like when you go into a fantasy football draft and take like a kicker first round. He's gonna do really well this year. He's my guy. <laughs> and how about for you, Zach? Who's your uh, your top dog here? Um, I've been kind of riding the last few weeks, and I'm sticking with him, Jordan Spieth. Let's go. I'm not not too gutsy, but man, he's playing some good golf, right? We don't we don't pick fights we can't win, you know. That's how it is. That's all it is. Exactly. If if he starts putting, the field could just it's over. It's over. It is over. Pack it up. May well nobody be else on the course right. if Jordan Spieth finds his putter. He did yeah. lose it. He might uh he might need to switch to like a mallet or something. Switch up the mm-hmm. mojo. Arm lock. Mm, anything. Just start. You just, start putting in. <laughs> you just uh, like, putt left hand or something. Do something different. That's not what he's doing. You just putt with a wedge like Rory did to get the yips away, you know? When did Rory do that? I don't know when he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that yeah. ever happened, though. Maybe no, I definitely have to find my source. It was a video or a book. And uh, not Ben Crenshaw, who's... Who's the other guy, uh, Danny, that he works with in terms of putting? Wasn't um, actual- Brad Faxon. Was it Brad Faxon? Yeah, they had a putting competition, bro, with literally a wedge because that's apparently supposed to help you, you know, strike it on the up and make the putt roll end over end. And apparently he said that worked for him, and I think he won the next tournament. But, you know, maybe if he had a wedge out there, he'd uh, he'd have clutched up last tournament. But- maybe that's what he's going to do. Rory, if you're listening – Hit a wedge, and I would love to see you holding the trophy at the end of it all, my guy. Yeah. 
Uh, Clarky, what's your second pick here uh, after Shane Lowry being top of the list? I'm afraid. But... So just uh, before we do the second pick, I'm gonna. I forgot I have this bet on Shane Lowry at one dollar for him to win wire to wire this week. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm I'm deep in the Shane Lowry bandwagon right now. But uh, now second pick this week is gonna be Cam Smith. All right, that's See, that, that should be your first pick. But I no. think we're doing it back. I was just thinking, you imagine how much this will blow up if Shane Lowry wins wire to wire. <laughs> he might, you know. We called it like right on the front band. We're like, yeah, <laughs> on Tuesday. Um, man, this has been a tough one. So, uh, some info I've had on or some cool info I found about this tournament being held at Southern Hills is that the 36-hole leader has won the tournament every single time they've held any championship golf tournament there. So Wired every away, single time, the 36-hole leader wins the tournament. So that's a really good, I mean, Friday bet. Let's just bet the leader, right? right. Yeah, and I mean, dude, it's wow. a, like sent this to Danny earlier, it's a par 70 playing 7,556 yards. Like, what? To me, that just eliminates like half the field in my mind. I don't, I'm pretty sure that's going to – Go ahead. I'm pretty sure there's some wind this weekend too. I'm pretty sure like a cold front's going to move through. I've heard like, it's not going to rain or anything. It's going to be windy like maybe Friday, Saturday. So that'll, mm. that'll definitely – you get some of those longer holes, it's, that's going to be – it's going to be a day out there for some of them guys. So yeah, glad I didn't pick Brian Harmon this week. John um, Say, yeah, speaking of that, though, I'm just going to stick with Scotty. I mean, mm. this is like my plan going into this week is I'll probably bet, I'll probably combo bet those guys the top 10. Mm. Um, Jordan and Scotty, the top 10. Just, I mean, they're the two hottest players right now, in my opinion. And, yeah. and, and Scotty's kind of rule. Like, it's kind of his tour, it feels like right now, the way he's been playing. So if he 100%. keeps that going, it's hard to argue. And still at the start of the week, plus 1,200, which, I mean, isn't crazy to win a golf tournament by any means, but that's still good money, right? You, you know, $10 or a $10 bet still wins to be 120 um, Yeah. I'm still so taken back by, like, the amount that the young players have been able to accomplish so fast. And I don't know if just because there's so many of them now versus, like, Tiger's era or even before Jack's era. Like, it felt like there was, like, one golden child. Now I feel like every person that comes on tour – even though it's not like that, like is having so much success in a way. And it's these still are the the minuscule, these are the craziest of crazy people coming from all over the world and they're just incredible talents. Um <laughs> just wild, dude. Like Scheffler doing what he's done, it, it's it's absolutely incredible. Like it's it's unreal sometimes to think about. Go ahead, Danny, you're smirking shit. I just I wanted to add something there. You said That's the craziest of crazy. I said they're absolute psychos out there, man. Um, I mean, they really are, bro. These are the one percenters. These are the perfectionists. These are the Brysons. The I don't know. There's just a lot of. These are the day. These are the day. Yeah, these are the day. Um, it's them, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh um, one thing I don't want to point out too that i feel like we i forgot about till the other day is about a month ago and right after scheffler won the masters he said southern hills was like his favorite golf course of all time mm, I remember yeah right 
Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I think you that. told me about that, Barrett. I didn't was that, social media. I think it was me. I... Maybe I saw it on an interview. He definitely yes. said it. So. I'm pretty sure he won a U.S. AM or he won like he won an AM event there a while back. So he's he's got to be my number one choice. I can't, you know. Right? How do you bet you against that be... guy right now? That's, yeah, that's kind of how my mindset is. You're not a betting analyst. You can't choose. <laughs> uh that's true. But I. Uh, I'm a co-host, Brandon, so. <laughs> uh, um, here's one thing I want to see that's interesting because I saw Tiger uh, interview today. said oh, he's wow. feeling good. You got to talk Tiger, Tiger, you know. It's true. Could he, like, what, do you think he could make the cut again? That'd be awesome. Uh, top 50, top 25, like, what do you guys think? He's our think? de facto defending Chen champ because Phil's not playing and he's the last one to win at Southern Hills. So he wow. is, uh, by that definition, defending champion. But also, yeah, so uh, Joe LaCava came out too. I saw that in an article. He's saying like the endurance is like way better. He, he's he's ready to go play a tournament. It's kind of what LaCava was saying, which he said he really wasn't for Augusta. So that's, I mean, he made the cut at Augusta, by the way. So yeah. we'll exactly. see. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I think it's lead to Friday. I'm betting him for sure. I think on uh, I'm probably gonna stay away from him unless like this week, just because you don't really know what's gonna show up. It could like he could show up and make the cut and play really well, or he could just kind of we could see what we saw towards the back half of the Masters too. But if he keeps rehabbing the way it's going, and it's going to and if he keeps getting stronger, he's gonna be I think actually an actual threat at St Andrews, just because of how well he knows that course. Hmm. From what yeah, I've heard, too, though, uh, Southern Hills is a much easier walk than Augusta. So it's like, yeah, I mean, that alone has to make it so much easier for him. Yeah, I don't know. Andy's got I heard someone. I'm riding Tiger high. So fade Ryan Clark. Remember when I started the podcast, I said I'm going with him. Fade him. <laughs> yeah, I got Tiger missing the cut. Homer's <laughs> <laughs> lock of the week is betting Tiger to miss MC right there. MC Hammer. I want so I wish the sports books would release lines on the like the possibility of a PGA pro like beating a PGA professional at the PGA Championship. Like that'd be sweet. I want to see like if one of the PGA pros that qualified in through uh through all the PGA regional stuff and all that all that could go out and beat like a Takumi Kanaya and what that line would be on that because I'd probably take that. Mm. No shots like Takumi Kanaya, but there should be like a five handicap golfer like in every PGA Tour event. Just to like have him go out after and just, you know don't want to slow anybody up out there. But like I want to see what they shoot, bro. Like sometimes we're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you put a five handicap golfer in a group with like Ryan Palmer, he's probably gonna play faster than Ryan Palmer. Even though he's gonna mm-hmm. shoot like an 85, he'll probably still play faster than Ryan Palmer. It's true. There'll be a lot of stoppages looking for those balls. Yeah. <laughs> Lost in the sauce. Uh, Tiger Zach, Woods to miss the yeah. cut is even money. Sorry. Mm. Even money. No, have we, have we said your third pick yet? Or have third we said pick, Is this a long shot pick or is this? I don't know. I think let's go into long. My long shot is uh, Abraham Manser. I don't, I don't know why. Let's go. Cops. The name just jumped out at me. Not, not a whole <laughs> lot of like. <laughs> Like science in this pick, it's just 
just True. pure heart, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nice hair. Uh, pure heart, yes. He's got a big I was just, I was feeling <laughs> <really dynamic. laughs> Well, he's 5'7", 157 pounds. That's sick. <laughs> no, that's why I know that. Six, seven. He's, yeah, standing on his... Yeah. I have to find... I definitely have a spreadsheet somewhere I've sent to Daniel about all the short kings around our height and weight. I was just going to say that. We can analyze the kids our height because, you know, why do I need to look at a DJ? I I don't have levers like him. <laughs> Nobody does, right? Anyway, is uh, is Clarky frozen on your screens? Because right now I'm watching him and it's funny. No, he's, he's live and active on my scheme. He's a live resin right there. All right. He's if great. it's not too much to ask, guys, um, do you have, like, value picks you've seen or, like, Picks you're kind of eyeing because you like the payout. Um, yeah, okay. go ahead. I just I found one earlier. Non, no, uh, the No Laying Up podcast has a deal with DraftKings. They have a boost on a on one that is Louis Oosthuizen, and Jordan Spieth, Tommy Fleetwood, Joaquin Neiman, or Cameron or Cameron Young to be the first round leader, and that is boosted to plus thirteen hundred. So I put, I mean, I put five bucks on that to win seventy. Cam Young has got some firepower. It'd be perfect if Shane Lowry was one of those guys, Clarky. Then you'd really be. Yeah, I'm just covering all. I'm just covering all sides. You know, Shane Lowry doesn't become wire to wire champion. Then hopefully one of these five or six is a first round leader. Uh, value for me, really cool kind of pick here. So going off of my, you know, whoever whoever's leading after Friday has won the tournament. You know, every time they have something a major championship there, um, you could go wire to wire winner, which I know is a little different, but in essence, it's the same kind of thought. Um, is plus eight fifty for any wire to wire winner, which I, I know it's it's rare, but it seems like a course where obviously the the stats kind of prove that if you get out in front, you can kind of stay there. So, yeah, Shane Lowry. <laughs> what are we thinking about Brooks, though? Is he is he looking shaped up for the event or no? I think so. He shows up. He shows up I looked at some stats earlier, and, like, I know Brooks is coming in, like, kind of injured, but not really. Mm-hmm. Brooks is, like, last finish, like, last finish outside of, like, the top 30 of the PGA was, like, over eight years ago. Like he just, he just plays really well at the PGA, and that's just so. I mean, it, it's not really, not really even like a course thing. I think it's just kind of what Brooks does. It's a major. He hasn't really been seen much this year. He's gonna probably come in as well as he can be. So, yeah, I feel like he's just always in the money, man. Like he just, I think it's more yeah. mental for him. Like he just says, "I play really good at you know championships," and like so he does. Like it's just right. a. Just a very kind of cocky, and he backs it up kind of thing. I don't know. It's different. Like, I was looking down the list, and I was like, yo, kids. And I was like, like he just wants to make a check out there, you know? Like, he don't even <laughs> – he said it before. Like, he's just trying to make the money. I think they all are, but – Right. Yeah. Brooks has a little uh, grit to him. Yeah. And then, but kids is like – I mean, probably Abraham answers in the same boat. Like, it's just it's seventy five hundred yards par seventy. You know that's that's long. Like that's it's just really long. It's a marathon. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, even if you're hitting fairways, you still have you know hybrids in. Like that just doesn't work. Uh, yeah. uh, 
it's not su- sustainable for a long time for 72 holes. So just a, it's really, I can't imagine, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Like kids has got guys hitting at 60 by him out there. Like, I don't know how, yeah, like, it takes sure. a lot of mental fortitude. I mean, of yeah. course he has it. He's been doing it for long enough, but at some point hitting high, sure. you can't really score the same as someone hitting a, a nine iron. Like, Yeah. I don't know the course well enough to know that like, a shorter hitter could be okay still. You know, I don't know if accuracy is, you know, we, we've seen over the years now that hitting it farther off the tee helps you far more than I think any other stat. But seeing that on the PGA Tour, they have decently optimal conditions, and then they're also incredibly gifted from the rough and trees, whereas, you know, it's not the same for your average everyday golfer. Like, we need to be hitting it more in the short grass and the fairways to give ourselves the better chance. Bryson hitting it 350 off the tee and then gouging it out of the rough is is easy. It's, it's the same as the fairway to them. So I don't know. It just depends on the player. And who knows? I, I literally don't know much about Southern Hills. I got to look into it more and see, uh, you know, how do they have the rough? Is it super tight, um, super hilly greens? I'm not, I'm not sure. From what I've seen, uh, a lot of people are saying it's going to be a ball striking contest. Like it's just going to be like, like, like they said, part, like the putting there isn't going to be a lot of. It's going to matter because it's a major, but it's not going to be huge. Yeah. So that could bode well for a guy like Morikawa or a guy like Spieth. That right. they're just yep. if you're if it's going to turn into something like that, and they're not putting it well, if they just can roll in a few here and there, they're probably going to be competing, mm-hmm. yeah, if not running away with the tournament. Yeah. By the way, how amazing is it? The narrative on Spieth has like flipped, and everyone's right with it. Like. I'm with you too, Clarky. Like, literally three weeks ago, we would have been like, we wouldn't have called Spieth like the top two ball striker, right? Like, yeah. it's the funniest thing ever to me. Like, yeah. but it's true. Like, he's just been hitting. He's just been hitting it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's how golf is, man. I I listened to the podcast with his uh, instructor. Um, slipping my name. Like, why is Colin coming off my tongue? Um, Cam McCormick. Yeah, Cameron McCormick. And he was just talking about the mental state and how hard that climb was and just getting back to competitive golf and trying to, you know, win again. And that was such a battle for him, like many golfers. And it is so cool to see him flip that switch now. And it's crazy. Golf is literally like sometimes it can just be one good shot that you know is struck well and then you just run with it. And if he starts seeing putts go in, like you said, Zach, I don't think there's really going to be much to hold him back from winning this. So. I'm hoping we uh, we ride the coattails of that solo second finish here and uh, he finds the bottom a little bit more. I really like uh, Phil coming in. Yeah. That's tough. What a weird situation. He's over there getting our gas prices lowered or something. I don't know. Go ahead. We haven't even, like, touched on that much. I literally – I don't know much about it. Clarky, have you, like – what happened, bro? What happened to Phil? It's just – so this uh this Alan Shipnuck like pod like biography on Phil is gonna be pretty interesting just because like the little snippets have came out from it and it's gonna be just be really bad probably but yeah the, it literally looks like an issue where he is probably out of money and that's probably what's causing all of this to happen which is tough to say about someone who's second in career earnings on the PGA Tour wow so. That's kind of that's a uh, that's kind of just a tough thing. Like it's, I'd love to see him play this week, but at some point he has to just make a statement of some sort. Because that was also really tough this week of 
having the PGA of America send out your statement saying you're not playing is just not good. Yeah. I'd float him alone if he needs anything. <laughs> yeah. You can just take the money straight out of this tipped out business account. I think packed. Just wait till this short game clinic money rolls in, Phil. <laughs> we'll be able to buy all kinds of chips. Get in a, in a Allegiant flight. You can fly them in. Allegiant Air. No, not even that, bro. Allegiant's like thousands of dollars now, bro. I don't even know what's going on. That's no, not thousands. We're running a U-Haul, throwing him in the back with some cattle, and he's coming. Nice. Let him let him find some spirit. He'll he'll get there. Maybe alive. Uh, Daniel, do you have anything else for us, brother? This is just going to be a nice quick one here about our uh, our picks, our hot picks, our Shane Lowry hot picks. Uh, I know I'm I'm not an analyst, Brandon, but uh, now that I've had some time to process the situation and listen to these guys talk, hmm. um, I'm actually I'm riding Scheffler. It's so bad, but I'm riding him. Mm. Scheffler and I want. I think Tiger's going to top thirty-five. If that's even a thing you can bet on, it's not. So you've got, got top forty. If you wanted to, that's... I'll go top forty on Tiger, and Scheffler is going to be in contention for sure. Speaking of top forty, <laughs> Zach, I want to run this parlay by you before we leave too. It's a two-dollar parlay to win five hundred ninety dollars. Yeah, so it's an eight-leg top 40 parlay. It's uh, Scotty Scheffler, Will Zell Torres, uh, Joaquin Neiman, Victor Hovland, Sam Burns. So those five are not terrible. And this is probably where it goes off the rails a little bit. Sam Horsfield, who I'm not even sure has played in a PGA Tour event. I think he's only played on the DP, DP World Tour. So, But I watched one round of DP last week, and he looked good. So that's Sepp Straka, because he won me money at the Masters, and Tom Hoagie, because he was the best player in the world for about a two-week span. Yeah, if there's anything I want the listeners to take away, it's that Rory McIlroy is a lock. Rory um, might miss the cut. Top 100. Uh, I actually – I'm really riding Rory high, too, right now. But anyway – that's well, all that I have. You've just yeah. been saying picks this whole time. Is that your third no, pick? Those are my three. Scheffler, Tiger, Rory. Brandon, <laughs> what do you got? I've got John Rahm, Spieth, and um, Jason Day. John Rahm kind of yelled at some reporters today. Yeah, it's like pretty it. fun to watch. Oh, my goodness. Perfect. He'll probably withdraw or get cold or something. He, uh, yeah, someone asked him about his putting, and he told them that he's hitting the ball too well pretty much to work to ask questions about putting, so. <laughs> Sounds like he's not putting well. Yeah, he's not, but he is hitting the ball very well. Putting <laughs> counts, so. All right. And, oh, God. That's going to be all for this podcast. We had a great fun here with Zachary and Ryan talking about all things Southern Hills, getting geared up. Uh, who's our long shot? Who's our top gun? We're just, I think, excited more than anything for Southern Hills to see how it plays out. I think we'll do a couple more podcasts, hopefully, uh, as the week winds down and we get into the weekend and we see some results. So stay tuned for that. Once again, always linked below, if you're watching on YouTube, is going to be uh, the link to our tipped-out family. So go ahead and join that. You guys will never miss an episode. 
Stay up to date on all things uh, lessons, instruction, discounts, and promotions. So, yeah, that'll be linked below. Join the Tipped Out family. And once again, thank you, Zach, and thank you, Ryan, for coming on. I know the listeners get so much value out of our sports picks. And we just absolutely love having you guys on. It's always fun to chat and catch up with the boys. So, yeah. Thanks, Jess. Yeah, thanks, Thanks, fellas. Have a good one. Peace and love. Thanks for coming on, fellas. Contraband got that dope. Sometimes I don't feel alright. New girl on my face, she said she needs a bite. That's why I don't feel alright. Catch me in the good mood, I just might. Stop talking to